Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarva speaking, reminding you that we're here each morning, Monday through Friday, bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message we call the old Trailblazer broadcast. Let me give you my mailing address. It's Radio Missions Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis inviting you to stay tuned. We've been bringing you a series of studies. We're pretty well along in them now. We've got several more, maybe a dozen or so more on this topic. The Satan, the God of this world. We're looking today at the doctrines of devils, doctrine of demons, and our present-day soul winning. We wanted, We just began there last time looking at our present-day Soul winning. Isn't that a, that's a, I, I believe that's a misnomer, my friend. You and I can't win anyone to, to, to Christ. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. We're just to preach the gospel. I know we have preachers who say, give me a sinner in my Bible in 10 minutes, I'll lead him to Christ. Yes, you lead him to a decision, all right, but not to Christ. Let's turn to First uh, Timothy chapter 3, or Second Timothy chapter 3, and we'll find there a picture in verses 1 through 8, of our present-day church. Now, this is Paul's description of the present-day church that you and I are living in, our Protest- especially our Protestant churches and others, too. But let's notice, if you will, have your Bibles there. Let's look at 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 8. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away." For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sin, led away with divers' lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. Now this was spoken as a prophetic picture of the church in the end time or the closing age of grace that we're in today. We've reached that day. We're living in those days, my friend. That's right. That's right. Those closing days of grace. And this is a picture of the present day church. Paul here was not writing about the world, no, but about the church. He says, in the last days, perilous times shall come. The word perilous means difficult to deal with. Times characterized by hard and vicious men. And I know many of our folks, my friends, they think, well, perilous times means the stock market's going to crash and the uh, interest rate's going to go through the sea. No, that's that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about all of these things, how that men shall become disobedient to parents, unthankful, without natural affection. We see the homosexual movement there, false accusers. We see despisers of those that are good. And then we see lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. We touched on that in our last study, looking at how men would rather have pleasure than they had to have the Lord. Having a form of godliness. How many do I know, my friend, who have a form of of godliness, but they'd rather have the world? That's right. Then Paul goes on to describe. First, I'm going to go into a little detail with you on each one of these characters. First, men shall be lovers of their own selves. This is uh, uh, all about the present-day church, characteristic of the day. They shall be lovers of themselves, 
Surely there's exceptions. Sure, there are exceptions. Because of all of this, men are covetous. They become boasters of what they are, proud of who they are, blasphemers, always speaking evil of God's child. They can't have anything good to say about the pastor, the preacher, especially if he steps on their toes. Then children will sit and listen to the conversation of such parents and become disobedient and unthankful, living a life there of indifference, lock, indifference, lukewarmness, which leads to unholy living. Living, and then unholy living leads to natural, uh, without natural affection. This is one of the characteristics, the leading characteristics, I believe, of the present-day church. There's very little natural affection among different members of the families. I know folks, I say, uh, uh, you, you went to church? Yes, yes. Well, what did you meet? Any? No, I don't know anybody. Our church is so big, I don't even hardly know anybody and meet people I've never met before. All of that, my friend, there's no love there. There's no love. That wasn't the Lord didn't intend to do that. No, listen now. Listen. Let someone dare to be different and live according to God's word as we do here at the old Trailblazer broadcast. We uh, obey God's word. We dress like the word says. We live like the word says to the best of our ability. And then folks, we get uh, uh, folks who get mad with us. They, you know why? Because it condemns them. Listen, then there will be traitors. You cannot be a traitor except to one whom you have been a friend, the one whose confidence you have won and one whom you've lived close to. Nobody likes a traitor, my friend. Then one of the most outstanding characteristics of this present day church is set forth in these words. Listen now. See if you see if you fall under these words, my friend. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Everything else is sacrificed for pleasure. God's holy day is turned into a holiday. Picnicking, cutting the grass, mowing the lawn, water skiing, going to the beach. The pleasure houses are filled with our church members, as well as the dance hall and the theaters and the roadhouses. If our church people would stay away from these places, they'd soon close up. It's all under delusion, my friend. Well, I've got to have a little fun. I've got to have a little pastime. The kiddies need to run out to the picture show. I've got to find a place of satisfaction. All this shows is that they have a form of godliness but deny the power of, of thereof. That's right. Listen, my friend, I know the old trailblazer steps on many, many toes, and I know we're cutting across societal grains here. I know that. Because I know what the world does. I know how the world lives. I know how my folks live, my family live. They seek pleasure. Oh, it may be uh, some honest pleasure. If there is such a thing, I believe there are. There's plenty of things that you can indulge in and have fun at. But do you? Or is that your life? Is that all you do? That's right. You can make sin out of everything, anything, my friend. And listen, it reveals an empty religious heart. A profession without possession because God's child is content, is content to be alone with his Lord, be alone studying and reading God's word. The early church put the emphasis on blood redemption in Christ. The church today either denies or ignores or takes for granted blood redemption. The present day church has a form of godliness. That's right. The, you, you go to the average church today, they have a little program all printed out. They, all, they, they read a print out a little prayer for the preacher to pray, and they have so many songs, number 17, 11, and 14, 20. All, it's all decided before they ever get there. What do they leave to the Spirit? The preacher's 
message is all written out and text is all writ out and written out and, and he makes sure he gets out by the back door to greet the folks as they go out. It's just a form, my friend, just a ritual. Ritual. Where, where is the Holy Spirit's place? Where is the Spirit's place in our modern-day worship, my friend? Oh, you say, well, the Spirit, they, they get these high-rolling uh, songsters come around and, and have a concert, they call it. Well, that's where they call the Spirit. But no, that's not true. Therefore, the church of today is ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. There is, there is more preaching, more teaching, more Bible classes, more studies in, the, in courses in the average church today than there's ever been, but practically no one is able to come to the knowledge of the truth. They are ever learning, ever studying, ever going to Bible class, but they're never awakened to the fact that they're lost sinners, my friend. Now, I'm bringing the message this coming Sunday on Holy Spirit conviction. Have you ever have you ever known Holy Spirit conviction, my friend? Do you know anything about what the Holy Spirit does when he comes upon a poor old lost sinner and the Lord sets his love on him and the Holy Spirit comes there and broods over that heart and probes that heart and 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 produces uh conviction of heart that's right that's what the bible says for me to go forth preach the gospel reprove rebuke with all long suffering that's right and that's what brings on conviction my friend calling your attention to the fact that you may not be saved are you saved this morning couldn't the old trailblazer just open open his heart this morning and pour out his heart to you? My friend, folks are going to hell by the wholesale and retail. That's right. And no one's standing up saying, are you lost? Are you lost, my friend? Are you a, are you a child of God? No, they just pat you on the back and say, what church you go to, my friend? What, what church you go I don't care what church you go to, friend. You're going to church, don't save anybody, never has saved anybody, never will save anybody. The Bible says, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together. I know that. And where a few born-again believers are, they'll be together. But listen, going to some highfalutin, high-rolling church with stained windows and a tall steeple and a high-pitched organ and a, and a robe choir and a preacher with a silk handkerchief in his pocket to match his socks and match his necktie and have ever hair combed in place and just a little smile on his face there. Uh, no, my friend, that's not that's not salvation. Who's who's preaching repentance now? Who's preaching old time, old fashioned uh, hellfire and brimstone preaching today, where men are made to repent and cry out unto the Lord, Lord save me, else I go to hell. Lord save me before I perish. Lord save me. I know that I'm not worthy to be saved, but Lord save me for Christ's sake. Do you hear anybody saying that? Do you have anybody in your church lost? Do you have anybody that's lost in your church? Oh, my friend, we do here. We have folks cry out in church, Pastor, pray for me. I'm lost. It doesn't disturb me. It doesn't disturb me one bit. I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Save that poor woman. Save that poor demon-possessed soul there, Lord. It's been demon-possessed for all of these years. The demon's tearing at her like the maniac there in Gadara. Lord, save her before she plunges into hell. She listened to this broadcast. I wonder if she knows who I'm talking to. Lord, save her. Lord, would you save her before it's everlasting too late? But listen, folks are being added to the church, but they're ever learning. Members being added to the church. Someone asked the pastor here one day, said, Pastor, how do you get to be a member of your church? He said, be here when the doors open. Be here on Sunday morning. Be here Sunday night. Be here Wednesday night. Be here during revival meeting. Be here on the prayer meeting. Just be here, my friend. Yeah, that's right. The first church preached the gospel under the power of the Holy Spirit and called on men to repent. The church today is preaching a half gospel or, or, or a 
neutral gospel under the influence of learning. Oh, they're learning, 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 but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Just like this man that wrote to me not long ago, and he said, our broadcast called it Voice of Truth broadcast. He said, since you are the voice of truth, uh, tell me uh, what so-and-so and who Cain's wife was and all sorts of crazy questions. And he said, I have a, a Ph.D. pending, and I have LDD and LTD behind my name. And I simply wrote him back, just like my dad told me, a fool could ask a question that a smart man can't answer. And I said, we don't have any of those LTDs in our church. The late pastor called him a long-tailed devil. That's right, my friend. But I know I'm being a little sarcastic this morning, but the old trailblazer gets riled up when he sees Satan taking hold of our hearts and our homes and our children and our families and leading them down to hell, my friend, by the wholesale and by the retail, and nobody standing up saying anything about it. Nobody. We like we got to shut mouth. We don't have a word to say. It's like just seeing your family led down the path to hell, and you don't say one word about it, my friend. That's what our preachers are, do, are doing. They see our folks lead, being led down to hell, and they're being led with them. And one day they're going to have to stand there and give an account. They're going to hear those church members moan and groan and say, Pastor, why didn't you tell me about uh, repentance? Why didn't you call on me to repent? Why didn't you give me the, the, uh, uh, the gospel as it is in Christ Jesus? Why didn't you do this, and why didn't you do that? And the Lord will say to him, depart from me. I never knew you. My friend, we're talking about serious things. We're not talking about light things. This is the eternity we're talking about. I, want, I wish you'd pray for the old trailblazer day in and day out. My heart is heavy for you. I know that I'm criticized and ostracized, but the Lord's blessing. One here and one there. One wrote me the other day and said, Pastor, you step right on my toes, but keep on keeping on. That's what we want to hear. Oh, this is the old trailblazer broadcast. Pastor Albert Pendarva saying, remember our mailing address. It's Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you. The Radio Bible and Book Room is a nonprofit ministry of the First Baptist Church of Algiers in connection with Radio Missions. We offer over 1,500 titles of early Puritan, Baptist, and Reformed works, including commentaries, sermons, devotionals, gifts, children's products, and a variety of King James study Bibles in regular, large, and giant print. For an online catalog and information about the Radio Bible and Book Room, visit our website at radiomissions.org. 